Of late, I found myself entertaining the idea of despising my country, not in protest of my heritage, but in sheer frustration, when the idea of going home carries more weight than fighting to remain foreign in a country you don't even belong, where being native to the home that house you feels more alien than natural, not because for a moment you've denounced your birthplace or who you are, but because that place simply does not exist in the form it raised you, when for years you've watched the cells of your core mutate into jail cells and prison cells that keep you locked in, locked out, locked up, and locked down at the same time you have no other option but to break down in this breakup because it's never easy to confront a failing relationship when you still carry pride and enough fight to defend your home but a pride and fight laced with fear is a symptom of a lost child clinging on to the fantasies of a broken home they say for you to know where you're going you must know where you come from but right now my past and future are failing to make those ends meet wow yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, wow. Powerful stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's um, I didn't know we had poets in the building listening to the podcast. Um, shout out to the listener, uh, for giving us for giving us that intro on Ilang uh, Alezo. Um, I mean, all right. Let's 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 kind of you know let's. I, let's start with the, you know, the pleasantries. Um, what's the story, bro? I'm good, Mr. Maps. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's been a tough week, but yeah. at the end of the day, we're back for another Thursday. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously the highlight of, of the week. And in spite of everything happening in Zim or in the world, this mm-hmm. is the stuff that we look forward to personally. Yeah, I mean, we've we we've had some good wins personally. We had some really good wins this week. Um, so I don't know how genuine that sentiment is, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no, I feel yeah. you. I feel you. Yeah. Well, always, I I I, I had big wins this week. week. I had I had big wins this week. I must say. I must say. But yeah. in yeah. any event, Lamy. Um, but anyway, you know what? Let, you know, let me not steal another man's shine. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's, it's, uh, it's always, it's always fun. It's Thursday, Thursday nights, yeah. Thursday evenings are a really fun time of the week for the two of us. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's been, it's been a very interesting week that has left me feeling, um, the whole spectrum of emotions, um, which was, uh, why I really, really do love this poem because it, it is, it's a full spectrum, you know, um, and I felt I related quite a bit because, it, you know, there's a lot that goes through, yeah, goes into being a Zimbabwean. Whether you're in the country, whether you're out the country, um, you know, we have different struggles. Um, but at the end of the day, bruh, you know, we, the common denominator is fuck Zanu. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we can literally pinpoint our stresses. Zonke. <laughs> You know, mm. you can you can mm. point it to Zanu PF to the fact that looking at boy, it's because of Zan. <laughs> you know, it's, it's because of Zan. Like you, you, there's no the reason Chelsea lost the FA Cup to to Arsenal. Zan because of Zanu PF. <laughs> like it's those those are the things. Those you are can the ad- things. you can attribute every single problem in the world to Zanu PF. Every single problem in um, the world, fam, and that's not an exaggeration. In, in any event, special thanks and big thanks to to uh, to Movelo for giving us that poem. Um, yeah, like you said, it's very relatable. I think for anyone who listens to it, 
you can yeah. kind of, especially if you're out of the country and you feel like you have a complex relationship with your nationality. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not, at the end of the day, you feel like you're proud to be Zimbabwean. You love your country, mm -hmm. you love your people. Mm -hmm. But then when ZANU-PF is doing what it's doing, yeah, it's a very frustrating situation. It's a catch-22. No win. Yeah, hundred percent right. Um, it's 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 one of those things where everybody I know a lot of people, especially people listening to this podcast, have struggled with pride, uh, national pride, um, and they've struggled with quite a lot um, in terms of you know, no one ever. We all want to be patriots, you know. Uh, I'll 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 draw on my experience um, in in the in the states seeing americans how patriotic americans are bruh. and it's like and then you juxtapose it to you and your zimness <laughs> it's it, it's night and day bro you know you go you're in a club um you know it's a boot and like the music goes off and you're with frat boys or whatever and all of a sudden they start yelling usa usa USA, you know, and it's like, but you're in you know, and it's like, um, every game, every, every, every sports, NBA, MLB, M NFL, every single game, national anthem first, Awujiji, you know, they've got this, um, like Americans just, they have a lot of problems in America, but like, mm -hmm. you know, when 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 things get peak, you know they all kind of wrap themselves in the flag, um, and it's something that I, I I know I was incredibly jealous of. I I was like I wish I had that type of, uh, I could have that type of pride. You Do you know, know that in Zimbabwe um, you can be arrested for carrying your flag in public? Really? Yeah, because they ever since uh, Pastor Evan Mawarire started uh, the hashtag this flag movement, yeah, the government started cracking down on people that were. Um, carrying their flags in public because they were participating, because they were deemed to, put, to be participating. In Can you imagine how action. dumb that is? And like, how stupid is that? Um, but anyways, I think let's just move on to the general stuff um, before we come right. back to this chat. So just to kind of set the table, um, you know, so we do have we we, we do have non uh, Zimbabwean followers uh, of the podcast. Um, so you know, and and it's great that we do have people that aren't aware. Um, or maybe not not as knowledgeable as they would like to be and we hope that we can add a bit more uh, onto your palette in terms of your understanding um, and get why um, a lot of Zimbabweans expressed their feelings uh, on social media the past week so um, so strongly um, so uh, what I'll do is kind of give a quick overview of the situation you know not really start to finish but kind of generally and uh, hopefully this will this will allow you to kind of um, mentally picture okay oh okay yeah I'd be pissed about a lot of the stuff too that was going on so this is a very small kind of yeah like we, we can what call it a sum a um of what's going on right um, so that at least when you go out and you talk to other people about this and you want to raise awareness you have something that you can kind of sort of um, refer to so this is basically a timeline. Uh, found this online. Uh, someone posted this on Instagram. So I was just kind of like, yeah, this is perfect, easily digestible, which I think is very important in times like this. You don't want to bombard people with like, you know, facts and information, you know. 
you mm. you you want to make sure it's it is something that is digestible so that someone can get on the bandwagon and be like yeah i get it because a lot of this stuff human rights violations i don't need to know a lot you know <laughs> it's kind of like the whole black lives matter thing there's not much you need to tell me for me to be like yeah no 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 they matter you know um but anyway uh so essentially what happened was three years ago now the famous uh, coup I, I will say we also we all, we still give shit to my boy Panache uh, because he was the one he was out out there in the streets um, with the soldiers. Uh, when we when when <laughs> honestly selfies. to be fair, we yeah we all thought you know yeah yeah it's a new day, <laughs> it's a new dawn. But but we know him specifically he was out in the streets that day. Uh, that, I think it was a Saturday or whatever. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that famous protest. Um, you know he was out there twerking on tank. But anyway. Um, so yeah, November twenty seventeen. Uh, n- n- wow, Nagakwa uh, <laughs> takes the coup, <laughs> takes power in in, uh, in the coup, the famous coup, um, where Mugabe uh, stepped down or was you know pressured to step down, whatever the case might be. Um, and then for, fast forward one year, August first, twenty eighteen, the twenty eighteen uh, election is rigged. Uh, six shot and killed, thirty five injured by soldiers during protests. Um, fast forward a couple months later, January 2019, 17,000 people, uh, 17 people killed, um, 1,000 people arrested, uh, and 586 tortured and assaulted, uh, in fuel riots. Since then, 40 plus abductions of activists and critics of the government, um, 60% of the population is, um, population's food is insecure, is insecure. Um, the collapse of the public health care system, nurses on strike uh, because of lack of uh, PPE and unlivable wages, um, which are in dollars, about $60 a month, 60 US dollars a month. Um, and then this year, July 31, uh, 2020, a couple of days ago, 18 arrests, 19 abductions uh, slash assaults following of people who you know were following peaceful protests and socially distanced protests against corruption the ruling party zanu pf has labeled protesters and opposition parties um whether they're political or not as terrorists they accused the u.s embassy of being thugs and sponsoring protests and violence they went further to call party members to be violent against protesters uh, on the 31st of july so this is a fraction of some of the information but i mean for people who aren't aware of what is going on i think that is enough for you to understand why uh, a whole lot of people are very very upset and they're kind of done um zimbabwe as a nation is is done i think in large part is very done with um the current ruling party and would love to see change in and outside of the country we all want to support Zim. We all want to, like, you remember when we were having the chat about with uh, Dr. Umar and stuff like that, right? Yeah. With, with, with reference to Zim. We have so many brilliant people around the world um, who can do a lot of different things, whether it's healthcare, whether it's finance, whether it's uh, education, all that, all different industries. We have brilliant Zimbabweans, cream of the crop. Um, but Zanu PF has literally made it impossible for those people to even contribute positively to their country um and people are just kind of done with that and we know that within zim nothing will ever be nothing can be done 
Um, it's not that pe- people are trying and people are being abducted. It's a very, very real thing. And fear is is being used. Um, and it's, it's not sparingly uh, by Zanu PF. So this cry to people outside of Zim, um, I think was very, very smart. And I think I was proud of what people were doing um, and being part of that movement to let other people know, to say, hey, look, this is what is going on. And that's the some of the power of social media. And it, I think this week it was used in a very, very, um, you know, positive manner. I think it was just under a million tweets, if not a million tweets. Talking it was a lot. The, 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 the coverage matter. was a lot. I think a lot of people got involved and a lot of people shared and a lot of people bro, it was posted. Bro, Gabriel it Union. Was, I was like, ah, bro. <laughs> it was, can you imagine being uh, Ice Cube? Can you imagine being Ice Cube and waking up in the morning thinking, you know, hey, what am I up to? And then someone is tweeting at Ice Cube. Do you know what's happening in Zimbabwe? I'm like, where the fuck I'm is like, Zimbabwe? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. They're chilling. They're wild. like, okay, what's up? Yeah, it's wild, bro. It's crazy. Like so many, so many celebs, um, so many good. And I mean, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but like um, the apparently the Zim, Zim celebs were notoriously quiet. Like Z, mising on social media. Um, you know, I don't, I don't follow a lot of some celebrities, but apparently um, I saw quite a few name? tweets talking about this guy. Quiet. No, 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 they were. I think the the vast majority of them are famous because they benefit from the regime. So, for mm. example, I know what's his face, this this artist, this Shana artist, Ja Prezer. Yeah. And the on the morning when people were posting Zim Lives Matter, he was posting about how he's gonna have an online um performance. And I'm oh, really? just like, dude, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. On the actual morning, and then I'm like, bruh, read the room. People are <laughs> upset, people are protesting. <laughs> now you want to come and tell us about Yo, you know when you, you know, say read the room. And I think yeah. and he's um, he's like the biggest artist in the country at the moment. So I'm like, Chief I mean some is people not say balancing you know, it's winky D. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's definitely up there in terms of, you know, uh, Zim dancehall artists, like, yeah, his music is really, you know, powerful in Zim. But I was saying, in terms of the, the, the read the room comment that you just made, <laughs> I, I made a, a, I posted, uh, what did I post? Something, it was a football related, and I think it was rumors of, uh, Willian moving to Arsenal, and... You know, someone responds is like, "Yo, chief, read the room." I'm like, "Hey, it's the football <laughs> group, guys." <laughs> so hi, hi, subculture is politics. I'm like, ah, okay. So yeah, um, you know, moral of that story is, you know, people are quite upset, um, and quite unhappy, and you know, hopefully, um, there's a lot more positive to come out of this. I just don't want it. To be honest, I don't want it to become a um something that happened this week and it was great but like you know we didn't take you know i i i want i'm hoping something happens where the out some someone from the outside is able to to say hey like this is actually wrong and even amplify the yeah. individuals and bobby and voices that were crying out you know we i hope that we did find allies um powerful allies powerful enough to you know uh, challenge Zanu. I mean, I know they put the the, the fuel guy. I forget what his name is. The Sakunda is um, the embassy, U.S. embassy, or the U.S. imposed personal sanctions on them. And then the Zanu PF earns. Uh, I I jumped on their Twitter because someone posted about it. 
and they were like hey, it's propaganda it you know we will not essentially what et it is sentiments about dark forces and you know um the president comes literally the day i think was it the day after the movement started he comes on in the morning to tell people hey there's dark forces in and out of the country we should be vigilant and we're going to flush them out what the fuck is that the dark you know, forces like... come and killed me <laughs> people started posting dark air forces and like the dark forces man that was talking bruh, about <laughs> bruh like literally i'm like yo fam is this hogwarts now is this you know is is is, is voldemort coming is that what you guys are? you guys are voldemort you know like it's like um honestly can you imagine people are crying asla man you know asla gusha. like we're suffering and you want to come and tell us about dark forces mm. what the fuck was that like <laughs> like come on guys like clowns like uh, uh, what what hurts me the most what annoys me the most is that these guys don't rate us bro at all at all, at all, at all. Don't no rate they don't they don't all. and i think the sad thing is sadek actually enables them so they know yeah. that look as long as sadek doesn't do anything they're pretty much how the hell is cyril tweeting about lebanon i mean yeah i get it <laughs> i'm not saying don't tweet about lebanon <laughs> Um, the, the the explosions, people got hurt, people died, you know, 100%. Support uh, Lebanon, pray for Lebanon. But chief, your neighbor. Like, imagine saying, you're sick. And I'm out here like, ah, you know what? Um, you know, I heard somebody in America is not feeling well. Prayers, thoughts and prayers to you. And you're like, hey, dog, that's but, but me. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the funny thing, because if you actually fast backtrack, say, a month ago, when mm. the whole George Floyd thing was happening, right? Yeah. What happened with that is uh, all the world leaders, even the Zimbabwean government itself, called on America to end racism, to really? end this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very quick, all of them. South oh. Africa, Zimbabwe, all the African countries were like, yeah, we call on the United States. These Nazu Uns were on to racism. They were like, yeah, let's stop this, let's stop that. Uh, can we be fair? Can we be that? And then I look at it yesterday, and mm. I'm opposed to Twitter was quiet. Zwee? Zwee? And Nothing. Then, out of the blue Lebanon. And then I saw a tweet that said, um, and the Zimbabwe. Yeah. But then he's gone to Lebanon like As I honestly I didn't get that, bro. I'm like, really? Muelo Cyril been applauding you for handling uh, I think they well initially, I, I don't know about now, I don't want to speak for now, but initially people were being applauding Cyril and the government and how they handled the coronavirus pandemic in South Africa. Um, like, so we know that they're conscious, we know that they listen, but like, zwee? like, ah, now, Sadak, you know, and the African Union, the fact yeah. that African, I don't know if any African country has come out and actively denounced what uh, the Zim government is doing. I don't think I don't have. Sure, they have. I just need to. I just need to pay attention to to the news. I think at some point I got tired of of reading a couple of things online. Um, you think there's an African country what that, I will that, say that, is, that 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 denounced them? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there mm. is. Well, I know the African yeah. government came out today and said we should talk. Like, uh, what are you guys talking about? But anyways, the one thing, or sort of the one, the one big issue that comes, and I see it on South African Twitter a lot, is. Yeah. Why, why don't they just remove them? Why can't they just vote Sanapiev out? 
uh, that is, is democratically elected so it means that people want it so it means this yeah. is what you guys want yeah and then it's very difficult to explain how rigging of elections work to someone who's but never you know, had rigged elections you know what i'll do is i'll also plug i think that that um uh that clip that how minute and a half clip i played i think is very very important especially for listeners that aren't aware you need to listen to that i think he in a minute and a half explained a lot of it so perfectly um in terms of how the government has failed and why they've sort of gotten to that point um so i'll probably yeah i'll add that snippet in there so that people can get a bit of a bit more understanding because like you're saying I think it's a very, it's an utterly, I don't know, you know, stupidity doesn't even def- begin to, de- it's, it's, it's de- a dismissive, define. it's a dismissive, it's a dismissive thing. It's a dismissive it's in comment. Same WhatsApp group, like, oh, hey, he beats her up. Why doesn't she just leave him? Why or, doesn't she just leave him? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Except this is worse because ZANU-PF rigs elections, one. Two, mm-hmm. uh, protest action doesn't work. So, yeah they will crack down on you hard. And that's yeah. the thing. People always say, yeah, take to the streets, get them out. It's, it's easy to say it from behind a computer screen. It's easy to say it when you're chilling comfortably in your lounge. Even, I mean, but the, the, even reality the culture is, in South Africa is they, they protest. That, that South Africa is a country that allows for that, right? So when, yeah. you know, taxi drivers are upset, they do it in the streets. Yeah, you know, Osman Bani and, is upset. Like and... It, and it, it's healthy. And the SAPS, the SAPS will most likely use rubber bullets and stun grenades. ZANU PF and the ZRP will nah. use live ammunition on the citizens. Yeah. They don't they kill. hesitate with doing that, and that's why they will kill. It's it's that's why it's so difficult to effect change. That's why it's so difficult to effect change as Zimbabweans. And the whole yeah. let Zimbabwe you can't even people, encourage people and be like, hey, you know, protest and no, because you're yeah. effectively saying Hambanle Oguf. You yeah, know, and, literally, and, and the other that's thing exactly is, what you're saying. We are Puma walking out onto the streets and one of my one of my lighties, one of my cousins did this last week. Mzi decided to go out, printed uh, you know, a, a play card which basically said free Zimbabwe, uh, no corruption, that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of message. The yeah. police came, picked him up and they arrested him, kept him in jail for a couple of days. I think it was two days, some two, three days, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm chilling there like, no, it can't be. Yeah. It, it can't be that someone, and he's 21 years old, that's the scary yeah. thing. 21 yeah. years old, peacefully protesting, and then they arrest him and they charge him with inciting violence. And that's the thing. Protest action doesn't work with ZANU-PF because they crack down on you hard. And then they don't view elections as a currency of which to change political power. For mm-hmm. them... Elections are just a thing that we need to have so that the rest of the world thinks that we're doing something. And that's why... And then Sada comes in and says it was free and fair. Yeah, and that's why external support is so important. I'll, I'll never look at Tabombegi respectfully as a, as a proper African leader because at the peak <laughs> of at the peak of Mugabe's reign, 2008, right? Yeah. What happened is he was... Obviously, Sadek was overseeing those elections to make sure that yeah. they're free and fair. Yeah. Uh, what then happened is the elections weren't free and fair; they were rigged. Uh, but even though they were rigged, Sanupiev <laughs> still managed to lose. Mugabe managed to lose the election. <laughs> Whilst all that's, of that that's was when happening, they, they, they gunned the coalition Adam. Yeah, that's when they gunned the coalition after the runoff where Mugabe went and he beat people. Yeah, he went and he beat people. People called on Sadak to intervene, 
And then Tabo Mbeki was seen coming out of a building holding Robert Mugabe's hand on live TV. Then he takes to the podium, and I'll never forget these words. Mbeki said, there's no crisis in Zimbabwe. And that's when, you know, you feel that, okay, here we're on our own. Because that's the chairperson yeah. of, 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 of SADC. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, we're, we're on our own here. There's no one coming to say, if your closest neighbor says, look, these guys don't need help, how do you expect a guy 3,000 kilometers away to come then and say, we're coming to Do you know how much Zimbabweans contribute to the GDP? There, there probably is the information out there, and someone has probably, you know, ha- has those stats of how much Zimbabweans contribute to the South African economy. The ones, even, like, actually, let's not even go that far. The ones who just literally cross the border and go to Messina. There was an article I was reading about the, the, the store owners in Messina saying, hey, we're going broke because literally 90% of our business was Zimbos coming with hard cash and yeah. looting out my store, looting in a good way and going back to Zim. Like going that was Zim. how they were making their living. South Africans, those South Africans in Messina and Limpopo, they can't even measure up. They don't have the money to run, you know, to, 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 be, to be funding all of those stores the way they were being funded by Zim. Take that away, I went to Barcada. Well, so the people in Lipopo, in, in, in Lipopo who are failing to, 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 to meet, make ends meet because mm. of the lack of Zimbabweans. And then all of a sudden, it's a, yo, why don't y'all vote them out? Hey, why don't, it's like, really? Like, do y'all really get this? <laughs> Like, it's simple, it's simple. It's, it's a very simple thing. That's how dictatorship works. That's how tyranny works. That's how it functions. And it's legitimized by the neighbors. And it's, legit- yeah. it's legitimized by other African countries, other African leaders. And we hope that, you know, at some point, um, we're going to have a Zimbabwe that is free of Zanupiev. Because I think that political yeah, man, party is, is such a, a cancer. Prayer. But if, I mean, I don't even know. To be honest, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, anything would be better than Zanu. Um, but I, I, I think, I think about the Rwanda model a lot. Where, mm. um, not to be controversial or anything, but like <laughs> the minority rules in 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 Rwanda. Um, I think the the tribe, if I'm not mistaken, the tribe that Kagame is from is the minority in Rwanda. Um, and even putting that to the side, um. It's a case of uh, the way Kagame rules. I, I, I really have been trying to study up on, on, on Rwanda because it, it, they went through a genocide and, you know, they were kind of like, there was no hope after this. Like, how do you mm. recover from that, you know? And right now, Rwanda is, Kigali is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. It's so clean. Like, people are, are actively getting employed is production within the country you know like it, it's it's really kind of peaking and it's growing which is what every yeah. african country should be because who in as much as um the president kagame is accused of you know not unscrupulous methods here and there at the end of the day at least i'm like yo this man cares about his nation this man is like yeah he rules yeah. with an iron fist but like Look at the nation. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even say that about Zim because, one, the government rules with an iron fist. They, they, they incite fear in all, the, in all the citizens to make sure that nobody is brave enough to protest, at least not a, a big enough amount of people. So they do that and they are looting the country. The country is dead broke. You know, you'll get a tender or whatever 
for 10 million dollars and they'll build whatever they need to build for a million bucks or maybe even less you know might not even finish the whole project and then 9 million is pocketed by those cronies like <laughs> like are you serious like how how are you not embarrassed when you show up to those AU conferences UN conferences how are you not embarrassed to 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 be like hey I'm the president I'm the leader of this country um and your country literally is 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 in the shitter because of you yeah. and your boys you know like how do you not care that being much? president of a basket case dude like that's 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 what i'll never understand like how how is there no pride you know i know countries that um you know militaristically yeah you need to ease up on a lot of things but like at least have pride how do you have pride and going back to that poem initially people internally how do you you know make that how do you compute that you know how can you be proud of that it's it's frustrating i mean i think of it this way you you Every year is a struggle, and and this is just leaning on my own sort of personal experiences. Whilst you're living in a foreign country, it's you're worried about you. You're never at peace, right? You're never at ease. You're either yeah. worried about renewing your visa to stay in the country, yeah, or worried about trying to get a job in a market mm-hmm. which is, to be very fair, very difficult for foreign nationals to get employment. In any literally country. designed to prioritize, it's, it's the designed citizens. to prioritize locals. Yeah. But then the idea of going home isn't really one that's appealing because you're going to go there and then... Not at all. You know, nothing. Um, or if you do get work, then you can't live in the way that you, 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 you'd want. You can't live professionally, I mean. And, and that's, and that's you know, just, I think, for most the, people. Um, at Craft, it's a struggle. Uh, there's this uh, Lokuzin. Uh, there's a cafe on the ground floor, yeah? And mm. it's run, the manager is a Zim guy. Uh, cool, cool cat. You know, uh, always, always, always like. I mean, they're mad expensive, but I mean, I buy because you know it's some shit. Is you know you you know, um, make sure that you allow your the guy. So whenever I go and I buy my coffee or get a, a croissant or whatever, um, every time like I'll bitch about work, he'll be like, ah, how's work going? I'm like, ha, bruh, like it's tough, you know, like I'm annoyed, or you know, I'll you know say something about that. He's like, ah, but you know what? It's better you have work. Would you rather go back to Zim? Every single time. That's no matter what I might say. Right. But yeah, I'm frustrated at this thing, you know, or hey, bro, I'm working late hours or, you know, that type of thing. Um, every single time. It feels time. like you're, but would feels you rather go trivial. back to Zim? Yeah. Like anything that I might be annoyed with. He'll be like, would you rather go back to Zim? And every single time, the answer unequivocally will be no. And here's the thing. I know a lot of people nah. who are abroad you, who are going to much, much worse situations. Very after that. Yeah. Other people who have much, much worse situations and much, much worse stresses um, who are abroad, you know, being um, looked at as lesser in a different country, uh, you know, going through a lot of stuff, you know, um, that, that really puts them through the ringer because they just cannot, yeah. you cannot say, you know what, I give up, I'm going home. Like, th- that's not an yeah. option for you. You know, and and again, the struggle within the country is different. Like, again, you know, we're not I'm, we're not trying to compare struggles or whatever it is. Everybody has their struggle, and the 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 unifying cry is 
fuck son as <laughs> 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 the unifying cry at the end of the day regardless of where you are yeah um it, they've just made it incredibly tough for everyone you know imagine um so what i did this week actually um just kind of segue into the, the next part of our conversation mm. um i posted on on our account um what does it mean to you to be zimbabwean and I asked a few people to just give their perspective of what it means, and that's when um, that's when Bubbles actually sent me her poem and what it means for her. Actually, um, can I add a quick summarizing. point? Yeah, can I add a quick point of word? Uh, one thing that I, I I I promised myself I was going to mention. This is how embarrassing it is, guys. Our our vice president has now been made <laughs> minister of 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 health, and. Man, I thought I had a screenshot of, of his of his qualifications. Um, Wasn't it fashion and yeah? Fashion so and he's design? got he's got I think he's got some other degree, but then he's got a master's in fashion and fabrics <laughs> from from UKZN, I think. <laughs> yeah, from UKZN. Like so, that's your guy. No medical experience at all, um, and that's 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 our health minister. He does he that's, doesn't even think doctors are a profession. By the way, he thinks they're an occupation. <sighs> Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a clown show, guys. That's, that is, we're at the point of, from the rest of the world, that's where we are, you know, like, yeah, how, 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 right? <laughs> there was the, whole, the whole joke about, um, you know, yeah. thought he was going for a medical procedure in Asia or wherever, or in China, but he was an attachment. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing he's always going to china to get medical treatment all these guys are always going to china robert mugabe died in china did he not ah, man, i think I he died in a foreign country did he yeah i think he did. I, I know he was I going to singapore a whole bunch of the I'm, time right i think that's where he was going singapore it must have been singapore i think he died in singapore um, seeking medical and the irony in that is incredible because he let the health system in Zimbabwe die down Dude. to an extent where he, even he can't be treated there. Um, yeah. The COVID deaths that have been happening yeah. in Zim, you know, like we just don't have the facilities. You saw, I saw pictures of nurses, and all they have is a mask on, you know, and it's like for us it's different because we're not really um, percentage wise, we're not really gonna bump into someone who's got COVID, but for them, literally they are bumping into people that have COVID and they can't even protect themselves and they're being paid peanuts. Like, that is not a life that someone can live. That is not okay. That is a violation of, 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 of basic human decency. And then when people try to point that out in the country, you jail them, you torture them, you, you intimidate them. Aye. But anyway, um, yeah, so you, 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 you were saying about the, the experiences. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to find out from different people. The idea was to get, you know, sort of a, a feel from people who are either living in Zim or that have mm. left Zim um, mm-hmm. later on as an adult or whatever. And then others who have either left and come back or generally others who've actually just stayed in Zim and haven't actually left the country. Um, obviously, I just asked what it means to be Zimbabwean. A few then said um, it means everything to me. Some said, well, it doesn't mean anything. I don't even know what it means at this point. Um, Yay. But then I asked my cousin, Togo, to just give me a brief overview as someone who actually grew up overseas because he, yeah. he, he moved to the UK when he was eight. And then he sent me something that's very detailed. Um, I'm just going to go through it very quickly. 
He's mm-hmm. like, I moved to I moved to England with my parents when I was eight years old. And I found that growing up in a different country to the one in which you were born creates a very unique set of circumstances. There's no simple answer to where are you from? It often changes. That's his answer. My answer often changes depending on where I am, who I'm speaking to, and to make matters worse, uh, I have a very complicated relationship with my accent. That's the funny thing. Mm. So he speaks his his English in a very British way. So with the accent and everything, but his mm. Debele is very fluent, and you can actually tell when boy, born and raised. So like this September marks the 17th year of my family's move from Zim to a small town near Brighton in England. Yeah. Looking back, all this was a drastic change in culture and in climate. And it's an absurd shock for an eight-year-old boy. And that yeah. got me thinking. Imagine you're a kid. Most kids, you kind of just require nurturing, sensitive environment. You're growing up. All of a sudden, you're picked up from Milton Jr. Because that's where I think he did uh, grade one to three. And then you're bang in the middle of Brighton, UK. Yeah. Um, and then he, goes, he just goes on to say, people often ask me, what do you prefer? And this is primarily implies he has a choice with regards to where he's from. It means do you have a strong, deep connection with one place than you have to the other? The yeah. question of preference is difficult for me because when the life stages pass in each country are so vastly different. Being a child of primary school age in one place and moving through secondary school in another place is not a fair comparison. In any way, case preference, in any case, Preference in relation to nationality holds little sway, in my opinion, other than any emotional aspects. I will always be merely sentimental about my Zimbabwean childhood, spend running around with my cousins completely unaware of the world around us, and the biggest concerns we heard, we had were testing the limits of our parents, whatever mischievous <laughs> things we did at the time. <laughs> but ultimately, I now look at Zimbabwe and being Zimbabweans in only nuances and nostalgia. When people ask me in those moments of small talk about would I ever go back to Zimbabwe, I always say yes. Mm. Though it always quickly follows only to visit. Only because I feel it's immensely important, if largely invisible part of who I am. And and that's the thing. So basically in summation he's saying Guti, he's outgrown being, you know, referring to himself as Zimbabwean to an extent. Not necessarily Guti he wants to go back and live there and be Zimbabwean again. Mm. But he's, he, he's moved away and he's lived in a foreign country for so long. It's now just memories and nostalgia, just to throw back with the cousins, kick back and remember the good old days. Mm. Not necessarily, oh, I want to go back and build a life. And then that's kind of where a lot of us are. Someone sent me another thing saying, another thing saying well, I only see it when I'm in varsity. I was about to graduate. Yeah. All my colleagues from Kenya, Malawi, Rwanda, and other African countries were talking about going back and rebuilding the economies and working in their home countries. I was yeah. fighting as hard as hell to stay where I am. And I'm like, yo. Yeah. These, these are the things. These are the things that, you know, a lot of us go through. And it's heartbreaking. Um, mm. The last one that I got, um, this is from my friend, Google. shout out to Google Mokwanansi. She said, it's being, being Zimbabwean is exhausting and it means having two degrees but not getting a job. Mm-hmm. Then again, I look at lawyers in Zimbabwe cannot even afford to buy a car or a house. 
That cannot be what I went through five years of tertiary education to aspire to or to call myself a lawyer. As an intern, I get excited to be able to afford toiletries. But then I also feel bad for feeling like this because I have it better than other Zimbabweans. So life in Zim means forgetting about my degree, trying to fund, trying to raise funds or asking relatives in the diaspora to help fund a business venture. I'm tired of being and feeling like a basket case, not being able to support my parents financially or even yeah. myself. Almost 26 and completely dependent on my parents. Until I create a self-sustaining, successful business for myself, this will be the reality for the foreseeable future. I know it's quite long, what I just sent you, but in addition, being Zimbabwean means dreaming about being in another country. So we spend all our time googling easy countries to migrate to or asking family members to help us get into those countries. Changing passports. (laughs) (laughs) It's a prayer, bro. It's a prayer point, man. Like, and... To, I mean, to be honest, uh, a, a lot of this is um, it, it's a it's relatable um, for a lot of different people, and whether you're in Zim, um, like or you're out of Zim, it's everyone has we, the, the the common denominator there is like it's just not fun. Like it's not what it, we we all know what it should be because we all have um, mates and loved ones who aren't Zimbabwean, and we all envy you know, that pride that they have in their country, you know, when someone wraps themselves in that flag and it's like, how do you take away ZANU from the Zim flag? <laughs> you know, like, it, that's that's what I've, I've just grown up knowing, especially for me personally. It's synonymous. ZANU, Yeah, I was actually, Zim flag, I was actually coming to you. You know? What's mm. your relationship with your nationality? What's your relationship with Zimbabwe? Because you're also, you've lived in four different countries, I think, over your 26 years on this earth what's your relationship like with being Zimbabwean it's tough um because I mean obviously there's that layer of being Dewele as well which is a whole nother side that like if you even open that part up um it's a whole nother conversation um but if you just leave it at just being a Zimbabwean it has been a tough road because I like I like I, I related to quite a lot of these because I've struggled personally in terms of that pride, in terms of, okay, w- w- like, what part of it is okay? I want to think, like, anyone that knows me, they know, uh, you know, I want to come back to Skies. I want to live in Skies. That's my city. I grew up in that city. I love it to death, you know? That's my dream, to be able to live and be okay, you know? Not even to be rich, or just to be okay, to, to not struggle, in life and just know that i am in a city i'm in a country that is self-sustaining you know remember that even this is things were still getting bad like things were gradually getting bad but remember when we were kids the chompkins era you know i'm a, I'm a <laughs> lemon creams and all of that kind of stuff where it's like it's zim made we we used to be it's, it's such an industrial city um zimbabwe has all these resources that are all all around in different provinces you know we have the resources and they're being chowed by greedy bastards. <laughs> like, like, that's, that is what eats at my heart um, uh-huh. every single day. It eats at my heart. Every time I think about Zim, that is what eats at my heart. The fact that you try to think about it in a positive way. Because obviously, uh, there's still quite a lot of my family that isn't Zim, that I love. Um, yeah. 
and but then the thing is every time you speak to your family it's the same so it's really ah bruh you know what i'm so happy for you with you're trying to build a life for yourself outside here because trust me bro, don't come back you ain't trying to come back you ain't trying to come back to this um you know my aunt <laughs> my aunt has this joke um every time we have a chat um she talks about how like they're getting fat and she's like, ah, you know what? Isn't this Zimbabwe? Is it tough for shame? Like it's, it's very, very tough for Zimbabwe. Um, but do locals when us know and all that see what used to do? And I'm like, yeah, but why is that? She's like, auntie, I was with the in Gulubes, no news I told. So, I mean, for anyone, anyone who didn't understand that, basically what she said was like, you know, we're still getting fat out here in Zim, and the reason why we're getting fat is because you know you fatten pigs by feeding them shit by feeding them dirt um and yeah in a way like you found a lot of zimbabweans who just try to find humor you know and just try to find a different avenue to express themselves because you can't protest because what's all got up you know you can't do anything like you with z literally what just printing that and it's like ah, yeah <laughs> you know so, so jelly, you know it's just um and uh, shout out to our yeah. listeners so then, uh amanda lovu she got him out so yeah shout out shout out to her um but yeah it's, yeah it's, big, it's, big 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 special it, thanks to uh comrade loy masato comrade Lov, um no relation to manjovu <laughs> sorry togo <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah um but something that that also interesting that came out from all of this is uh, especially from what Ntowa said, and something that I then came across online, is how many people have been separated from their families for extended periods of time. And we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, some of us will be talking, when I say I haven't seen my siblings, um, at times the Mexican go is a year. That will mm-hmm. be from December to December. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my younger siblings because I live with my older sister. Mm-hmm. Um but it's chats like that where I'm like, okay, I think a year already is too much. I feel like yeah. people should be having Sunday lunches with their families all the time. Yeah. But then, you know, people started saying, oh, well, no, there's a mother. There's a guy who hadn't seen his mother in 17 years. Bruh. There's a parent who went to the UK and then died there. And that was it. Hadn't seen their child in over 10 years. Yeah. Um, there's always stressful stories about oh Vanvani passed away. So many people are away for five to ten home. years because they but Tingama citizenship, you know, they're trying to get fulfill Bruh. those prereqs and mm-hmm. that's pre-reqs. the life. And then man. only after that can you actually get your children to come. Mm. And of which that's not even guaranteed. It's tough. Mm-mm. It's tough. You know, I know people that um moved to the States and it's been years away from their parents their mothers their fathers because you know even that process of them the parent goes first gets the citizenship then bringing the kid is another couple of years they take their time with this whole process and mm-hmm. that's just for us that is the standard that's very families uh, torn apart and everything mm, that's our standard thing which is so like now nah, fam i mean it's normalized kind of, yeah i mean what what i would say kind of on the for me in finality um would be for everyone who's listening uh zimbabwean or not i think um this is i hope this 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 micro microcosm of what we were talking about um helps flesh out a bit of why people feel this way um this is one part of the struggle 
Um, I'm sure you're going to listen to other podcasts. Um, you know, look out for Girls in Skies, for example. Um, Suds in the AM, if they're still releasing episodes. Um, they're going to bring a completely different perspective. Um, listen to that, you know, and, 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 and just try to understand and say, you know, like, wow, this is what the struggle is for yeah. a whole lot of people. It's different struggles. But at the end of the day, you know, caused by one part. <laughs> ah, no, man, like... Ah, someone, yeah, said no, you're not, someone said you're not you're not Zimbabwean unless you've actually gone through a, a long distance relationship because that's the norm um, <laughs> be it <laughs> yeah bruh be it your person has just decided oh I've got a job offer in South Africa now they're leaving you or yeah. I got a scholarship to study in the UK off they go and that's it and a lot of, of, of Zimbabwean couples I think as a prerequisite have have done long distance at some point. If you haven't, it's yep. up to you. Well done. Uh, yeah, incredibly blessed, incredibly lucky. But it's become almost a prerequisite to be Zimbabwean and to go through that. And LTRs are tough. Yeah, they're tough. And then you have to see all of these silly um, Zanu people, people connected to Zanu, um, and you know they're out here offloading. You know. I'm a, I'm a Bentley, I'm a Ferrari, and it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you, there's literally, yeah. there's, there's that running joke of like, there's Zim and then there's the Mies, you know, the Mies is always lit, the Mies is in good shape, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, we can laugh and joke, but at the yeah. end of the day, that's, it's really not right that the, the 1% is robbed, literally sucked the country dry, and still sucking the country dry of its resources, and people are suffering. Uh, people are not eating. People are not getting not getting paid. You bank. When was the last time you went to Zim and went to an ATM and got money? <laughs> I don't know. Like um, just that. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, but Do that's we, only because I don't actually live in Zim, so it's a bit. We've gone through it's everything. A bit of a strange Q, thing. Queues, queuing for money, like, bro, like of a Zimbabwean you like you're not Zimbabwean you're not Dubek. like it's yeah. bruh, like really that's your life that's your destiny I a, bruh. like I had a conversation ah. with a friend of mine um last weekend and we're just talking about I don't know how we got to that to that conversation um and then we started talking about cars and then she asked me Gary can't you just walk into a dealership and get a car and Zim like no <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can this uh, and I know and I'm you pretty can. sure you know that you know that Mazda Adam by twelfth Ave? Yeah. I'm pretty sure is it Mazda or Chevy? I'm pretty sure some of those you cars can, have been touched in But years. look, I think most most cars you're buying brand new from a dealership in Zim are either too expensive for the ordinary citizen, so only the There's minority no can afford to yeah. go there and get it's it a company. cash. Oh, it's a company that's gone and they've bought a car, which will then be used by someone. But the the market of Zimbabwean cars now has been flooded with ex-Japanese cars. And that's just because why? That's what's affordable. Because that's what's affordable and the automotive industry is officially dead. I'm not going to fit. And then now you have to fucking um negotiate with these silly Honda Fit drivers. I mean if you're a Honda Fit driver and you listen to this, I don't mean that you are silly. <laughs> but like like listen dog, if I live down that side, eh, by Burnside Garage, don't fucking tell me about your yeah, Pele Lagumofat. Like 
that's not, that's not on. You know, if I live that side by those areas, you better like that that fifty cents of mine, yeah? That better take me mm. <laughs> to where I need to go. Don't don't be out here telling me with you no know, Leander or whatever. I I, I don't wanna hear it's that. So, so, like when they like eh? yeah no Cecil, I'm turning around like ah, So you want me to strap the other ten Ks? Like what are you what are you <laughs> What are we talking about, Chief? Like, no, give me a dollar. Like, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, we 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 were able to help anyone, um, sort of understand. Or this was just kind of a. At the end of the day, our I feel like our role, me and you, um, is not to just come in and and also bear our problems <laughs> but also i hope this was like a mini therapy session that's what my hope would be um <laughs> a mini therapy session to yeah. be like yeah fam it's facts you know and add a bit of levity to it um because it has it has been a heavy week for a lot of people um and a lot of emotional energy um was well spent in trying to raise awareness and this is our um you know uh, way of saying hey we 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 realize that you guys are on the front lines um you know take a seat uh kick back and sesame <laughs> that's a segue and a half <laughs> um, yeah and this yeah, mr Moy, yeah. you, had, you, had, you had you had closing remarks uh, on your beloved Zimbabwe or sushap um no, saying special thanks to everyone who sent their you know contributions to the conversation, who sent their opinions on what it means to be a Zimbo. Uh, we don't take it uh, for granted. We appreciate it, um, yeah. and for sharing your stories and 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 all these things. And also, if you have more to add, please just add us at Six Foot Weights on Twitter. Um, yeah, share your experiences. Um, share your experiences. Yeah, share experiences what it means can, to be a Zimbabwean. Um, you know, yeah. for you, you wherever DM you us if you don't want to be out there. Yeah. And if, if you you're not Zimbabwean and you feel like you just have more questions, you have more opinions, um, yeah, definitely hit us up for sure. Yeah, DM the podcast uh, if you need resources. If you want resources, hey, I want to know more, uh, DM us and, you know, we'll point you in the right directions. We'll, you know, like we'll send you, you know, links that will be other links, you know, um, you know, or, or like, yeah, the information is accessible. Um, or just go on your Twitter, search hashtags Bobby and Lives Matter, all of that stuff. The beauty of social media is not that hard anymore. There's no excuses for people to not be knowledgeable. Um, you can spend a little bit of time and just understand and support. And if you have influence, if you have people that you can speak to, please speak to those people um, and help out because, you know, um, Sadak ain't trying to hear it. Uh, our allies ain't trying to hear it, um, you know, yeah. quote unquote allies. Um, so you know, we need to create new allies as a people, and um, hopefully, something can be done because, yeah, it's inhumane. Uh, the situation is inhumane, it's not normal, and it's being forced to be normal, and that's not right at all. That's an injustice, man, proper injustice. But, um, yeah, Mr. Boy, uh, I was shying we leave on a, on a happy <laughs> note. So let's go. Let's go into onto Siazam. Uh, I have three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have three. I have three. I'll just go through. 
I'll go through one. You right, one start with then. the funniest okay. item. Start with the funniest item. Let's let's let's. I, don't, I haven't gasped, dude. You know, I need to get <laughs> get the laughs out. You know, nah, like, so, you know, see, what's see, 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 never funny. It's just like someone who's asking yes, for our our yes, sometimes, sometimes. Nah, nah, nah. Anyways, um, this gent uh, has a serious question. Um, okay. His question is: Can you date a lady that's older than you, but she's everything mm. you've ever wanted? And mama. Mama, um, <laughs> I have a very simple answer to that question. Uh, yeah. It's very straightforward. Yeah. The answer is obviously yes. I think it's that's for me. It's a yes. Um, I think if the person is everything you've ever wanted, and you mm-hmm. also feel like the time is right uh, for you to pursue a relationship with that person, I don't see why not. Um, I mean, he said all you've ever wanted. Five, even ten years, dada. <laughs> Data. That's a lago. Like, funny enough, why, why, why is it frowned upon though? For, I mean, because obviously, as uh, growing up, it's all like, hey, girls mature faster than boys, which is bullshit. But anyway, not I do think it's slide. We'll, we'll ride past that, but whatever. Um, I just think growing up, boys are happier, a lot happier than girls, and that's why we tend to see more immature. And women are just annoyed <laughs> and sour. That's why they kind of seem more mature. They're just unhappy. You know what? But anyway, I, I think... Yeah. yeah. I think that there's always been a huge push by um, by society to marry women off at a younger age. That's why they'll True. always say um, they mature quicker. And I think that's my take on it. I don't think girls necessarily mature quicker than guys. I, think, I look at some of the peers and the women that I learned with. I think we probably had the same very immature mentality. There's plenty poppers that I know, bro. I will have women mature <laughs> faster. We're all, we're all clowns to some extent. We're all trolls. We're all immature. But yeah. then I think for, for people to justify, for example, marrying an 18-year-old, you have to reconcile that in your head when she's ready for that. I think I think also the thing is, like kind of like you were saying, women are just conditioned to think differently. So like we're both 15, right? There's me 15 and there's a girl who's 15. She's being conditioned differently. Her mind is being conditioned. It's not like, I don't think her mind is actually, I mean, hey, who knows? Psychologically, they might be like, yeah, they actually do. But I think also part of it is their mind is being conditioned differently, which is yeah. like, like way, way, way back. Like at 15, some hands are even getting married, isn't it? So like now you're being told growing up as a 10-year-old, with, yeah, yeah, almost there, you're almost ready. Whereas as a 10-year-old, as a boy, you're being told a completely different message. As you a know? 12-year-old boy, they're buying you a PlayStation. As a 12-year-old girl, they're telling you, this is how a girl must behave. This yes. is how you must act. This is ATETC. So, yeah, to answer the, the, the question, I think so. Chief, that might be the love of your life. Which she's older. Uh, Seize the babe, dog. Seize the babe. Um, you know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> like proper man like now that one that one is easy that one is easy go for it fam um you know enjoy yourself uh don't don't bow down to abantubazotini syndrome because you're just gonna rob yourself of your best life uh and your so, happiness exactly and your happiness and that's what's important man especially in these zanu times be happy um what's the next item man? Uh, so the next item came into our DM. So it's, it, it, in short, uh, I'll just try and summarize it. Um, so I listened to all you guys' episodes, and I'm just curious: Would you let your parents listen to what y'all be saying on there? 
I think about this in terms of music. Like, my mother and father would be shook if I did what Kiki Badass did in the industry. How do you even prepare your parents for such? Man, if my Would you let your mother parents, listen to this podcast? Huh? I'd, I'd let my parents listen to snippets. <clears throat> the specific <laughs> snippets that I think they need to hear. Uh, so I think this podcast is an education to a lot of parents. Um, but not a whole episode. <laughs> not a whole episode. Because I your know... Your mother would open the thing, yeah. next thing, tab or first word, F word in the, in the first minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the next sort of family gathering, y'all be chilling there, you know, around mm. the fire, around the price stand. Ah, we, 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 um, I think next week we should talk about that item. We should really talk about that thread. That they really pet mothers at at, at uh, therapy item. We need to talk about that. That, yeah. that was that was hilarious. Um, uh, I actually wanted to ask: Do you think your parents know you? Like, what do you mean, think do they know me? they know you? Like, know you know you? No, hell no. <laughs> well, they just know <laughs> you at a surface level. Nah, 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 nah. They 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 know what they need to know. They know, and I think it's it, it helps. I think it's important. I think there, there, there's some people that uh, that believe, hey, you know, my parents must know what I drink and, you know, I'm a skank and I'm in this and I'm in that. Nah, fam. I think mm. it's important. I think there is there is a certain level of the SDA in me says <laughs> um, you must maintain a certain image um, because it works. I, I don't think my parents are equipped to, to deal with everything. Um, and I don't want to put that on them. And you know what? If they believe they raised an amazing gent, who am I to stomp that fire out? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why would you do that to your parents? Why would you, if if you are the perfect kid in your parents' eyes, why would you snuff out that dream? That does that makes no sense to me. No sense at all. Like, if they if they're like, no, 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 I'll be a yard or son, yeah, he's amazing. Let them. You know what? They've they've worked so hard. They've put you through school. They've sacrificed so much. Allow them the dream. Don't be selfish <laughs> and be like, no, mm. mom, this is how I am. No, that's selfish. That's not you being honest. That is you being selfish. Don't rob your mother and your father <laughs> of that dream. Allow them that dream. <laughs> that is that is my speech for today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's next, Mr. Um, what's the third one? What was the third one? Let me just read this because this came late. Um, you know, last week Thursday, but I think we'd already started recording at that time. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. is it just me or Zim when it comes to justice in other countries? Yeah, not their own. Are, are, Black are Lives we, Matter. Are we in the in famous 
is it just me or zim hands when it comes to justice in other nations but not their own black lives matter vacona infemicide in essay vacona the whole black and white <laughs> challenge on our timelines <laughs> but the same hands i checked posting our challenge accepted never posted that hands hot uh, item at sunset for those mdc activists that were abducted and abused during the lockdown and i don't get it especially for those based in zim like shouldn't the energy be more where you're more likely to be a victim or we've just given up on justice in zimbabwe hey i lay lay a scene hey yeah no i disagree though i do i also fundamentally disagree because i i i i think disagree because I, well, I I think well, at the outset for me, yeah. But I think I think for the for the most part, and I look at it whenever there's there's an issue on Twitter on the timeline, it's it's black women, especially Zimbabwean women, that are at the forefront. You know, regardless of what it is. Yes, there are some that will share certain challenges and maybe not participate in other protests. Mm. Um, I don't I don't particularly I'm not particularly a fan of. You know, I was about to say virtue signaling protest, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's. I'm not particularly a fan of, you know, highlighting someone's mis uh, shortcomings or misgivings or whatever it is when they don't do something whilst doing something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd rather mm-hmm. you call people out if they're not protesting for anything at all if they don't stand for nothing at all okay um, so if you're mad that they weren't as vocal about the mdc uh uh people that ad- were abducted say that i'm mad about that but not you don't have to say yeah. hey you were on blm so like i i i hear what yeah. you're saying and I, I get what he's saying as well in the sense that um, yeah. You, there is a compare and contrast item, so you can't be. So I, I guess his perspective is sort of, uh, sort of play devil's advocate. Yeah, um, is yeah. How can I say? What if Senna's just not a protest type of guy, right? So I can't come and be like Senna, you didn't do this thing. Um, but yeah, I just I never do that. You know what I mean? So like, if that's what someone you, who's not, not a protest brand. type of guy. So like, I mean, it's exa- It's an example, right? So like, if 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 we're using this this stage's example. Um, if it's a hand that just she doesn't really she didn't she wasn't in the hashtag uh, and uh, gender-based violence um, or the Black Lives Matter she she just mized all of that and then you come at her and you're like hey you mized the MTC situation then yeah I mized everything you get what I mean but then if you're a person that went and you were like hashtag Black Lives Matter you changed your Twitter header you did local 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 you know and then like the MDC thing happened and you were Z, then yeah, I think you can from his perspective, you can ask those questions to Katiwaili too. But what I would ask personally would be like, um, how aware are they? You know, because sometimes yeah, you you if you don't know, you don't know. You know, like and you know, Zanu is a, a manipulator of media and stuff like that. And you, you you know it's not really gonna pop up in the newspapers most times. Um, so at, yeah, maybe they just don't have the same access to information that you do. And Black Lives Matter is something that you literally just had to jump on socials and it was everywhere. 
uh, mm. make. You know, these are all kind of hypothetical situations. You never know. But yeah, like like you said, I start with you in the sense that, um, you know, kind of picking out. Let's not be those guys who will be like, hey, I saw you doing this, you know. Uh, and when I know you're not doing this, and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. like I don't think so. I don't think our women are wotatiki. I would never call them wotatiki. They have a tendership, uh, or sweet. So, yeah, no. No, hey, so I do think they, I do think they show up, and I think they show up more than the guys. I think a lot of guys. Yeah. No, no, no. There's some. There's some. Be steady chilling. Yeah, definitely. I think. I think they're loud. Women are not afraid to be loud about it. Exactly, they are here protesting for change and, and, and being activists on social media and raising awareness. Tina's Kalangabo Alpemayang, the Tenabo Zuma, the Shoreshine, you know, it's like. <laughs> Read the room, Chief. Read the yeah. room. There was actually a request from uh, the man himself. Uh, shout out mm. to Fox. Mm. Uh, I'm sure you saw it. I didn't see it. What do you mean you didn't see it? I didn't see it. Uh-huh. I'm not aware. Let me look for it. Let me look for it. Because Why? He, what are you looking for? Hi. It's very important that we 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 tend to. But no, to our... Vincent is a fag. I'm a requester. Doing that, Vincent. I'm going to podcast. Hello, hello. I'm so podcast. Thank you, Lily. Please. <laughs> I think I'm a request up and this is my name. Cool. So this is my name. So we need a platform. We don't need. We don't need his negativity. Read, read. Yeah. So he says, I remember the witty Chelsea lost Izod. Can we please have top tier propaganda for this week's recording? I propose that Tabo sings the rest of the anthem as penance for Chelsea's poor performance. That's from Madam Fox. I'm not singing the rest of the national anthem, uh, and also, yeah, is dissector. Arsenal is a mediocre team. But I don't want to do that because the focus is what Zimbabwe and lives matter. That's 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 the focus. That's the theme of the day. I don't want to take away from that because if I go in on Arsenal, I mean, I personally, if, gonna if say he. Over. Guys, Tabo Tabo didn't sing the anthem. Linga, we're asking me to hold him accountable because I, <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. Um, no, but uh, it was that. It was uh, that. It was that. Mr. Boy, I think uh, we can we can leave it there. Um, I don't I don't think we forgot anything. What are you What are your plans for the weekend? Plans for the weekend um, study. I have. Uh, intellectual property exams coming up, like board exams of some sort. Okay. And things I must pay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, everyone. Um, I almost forgot this. Uh, head over to my social media for. Oh I yeah, we didn't talk about your IP story. No, I was keeping. Nothing, bro. I think it was. I think that point of which was an unconventional episode. Yeah. And yeah special um what what did i do this week this week it was uh kfc KFC. yeah and not necessarily which one tastes better but um you guys know they're competitors they've been fighting each other for years and they've come you know literally to to numerous trademark battles um a couple of times over those i think they've had more than five cases where the other has dragged the other one to court for some sort of trademark stuff 
definitely please go check it out um, at Cinema Somewhere on all platforms. And yeah, you might learn something new. There's a whole bunch of new terms that I came with. Um, basically, what Chicken Licking wanted to say was that the trademark, it's finger licking good, is a laudatory epithet. Um, the what? A laudatory mm-hmm. epithet. Uh-huh. Which means that it's, it lords, it gives praise. So, you know, you can't... You know, according to trademark laws, you can't actually have registered rights for a word or a phrase or whatever expression that praises your goods. Anything that you actually use mm. has to be distinctive. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. I never knew that. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, at Cinemiso at all platforms, Facebook, Insta, Twitter. WhatsApp is number is 077 <laughs> um, well, yeah, check out his IP stories. Uh, they, they, they're amazing and definitely this one I'm going to check it out. because uh, I saw I saw I saw KFC and Chicken Leg. I'm like, yeah, no, this one, this one. We're coming, we're coming for this one. Um, and yeah, I think for me, signing out for the weekend, man. My birthday is on the eleventh, it's coming up. I'm gonna be a whole another year older can't wait to see what my um fiance has planned uh we pray that it's not socks uh we hope she heard Senna's message <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> but you know what if it's socks at least get like the quality items from like Foot Locker, you know um spend some money on that shit don't give me some h&m <laughs> You know, as I double in six months type of thing. But otherwise, Mr. Moore, uh enjoy your 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 locus, your studying. it's been another one. Six foot weights, you know what it is. Later guys. Later.